this is my first time um, covering the NAACPs. Now, I have voted previously um, and, of course, tuned in for the, you know, the winners and things like that. But I've never covered them in this way. So this is kind of exciting for me. Um, <laughs> hello, like, it's time. And then, you know, just the foolery that's been going on. Okay, the foolery of, of the award season has, has is in full swing. That's all I will say right now. So I'm going to break down the nominations for NAACP into three parts, which is, of course, TV, um, music, and film. So there will be a part one, part two, part three to this because it is extensive. Um... It is 17 pages long. <laughs> so, it's a lot going on here. Um, <laughs> it's a lot. Um, I'm just going to read through them. I'm not going to sit here and be like, this is who should win, blah, blah, blah. I'm just going to read through them. And then, you know, when the winners are announced, I... We'll give an update then. I'm just not gonna drag things out too much because I just, there's a lot going on. This is awards time and there are literally like one or two or three award nominations <laughs> coming out each day. So I'm not gonna cover them all, but this is, this is the time where I get to shine, so to speak. All right, so let's kick the NAACP nominations off with the television and streaming series nominations. Um, so an outstanding comedy, they have Black AF, Black-ish, Grown-ish, Insecure, and The Last OG. Um, just harking back to my best of list. Um, Insecure and The Last OG were in in that group of best of um so yeah that makes me happy i was like look at that look at that all right so next up we have outstanding actor in a comedy series and the nominees are anthony anderson anderson for blackish cedric the entertainer for the neighborhood Don Cheadle for Black Monday, which is a good show. So don't be surprised that he is nominated or that he starts to pick up some statues. Idris Elba for In the Long Run. And then Tracy Morgan for The Last OG. I love seeing him there. I love it. Okay, third is Outstanding Actress in a Comedy Series. Um, Issa Rae for Insecure. Faloke. Alawafoyiko for Bob Hart's um, Abishola, Regina Hall for Black Monday, Tracy Ellis Ross for Blackish, and Yari Shahidi for Grownish. I'm like, all right, sis. Next up, Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Comedy Series. And Andra Andre Brower, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Dion Cole, Blackish, Jay Ellis, Insecure, Keenan Thompson, Saturday Night Live, and Lawrence Fishburne for Blackish. Next up, 
Outstanding Supporting Actress in a Comedy Series, Jennifer Lewis, Blackish, Marseille Martin, Blackish, Natasha Rothwell, Insecure, Tachina Arnold, The Neighborhood, and Yvonne Orji for Insecure. And I will say, I, I, I'm feeling a certain type of way that Amanda Sills was not nominated for Blackish. Oh, not Blackish for Insecure. That's interesting to me. Um, hmm. And I'm going to leave it at that. Outstanding Drama Series. All Rise, Bridgerton, Lovecraft Country, Power Book, Ghost, or Power Book 2, Ghost, and This Is Us. There's a reason my voice dropped with Bridgerton, but I cannot speak on it presently. <laughs> All right, next up we got Outstanding Actor in a Drama <clears throat> Ooh, excuse me. Outstanding Actor in a Drama Series. Jonathan Majors for Lovecraft Country, Keith David for Greenleaf, Nico Anon for Pea Valley, oh lord, Reggie Jean Page uh, for Bridgerton, and Sterling K. Brown for This Is Us. Outstanding Actress in a Drama Series, Angela Bassett, 911, Brandy Evans, Pea Valley, Journey Smollett, Lovecraft Country, Simone Misik, All Rise, Viola Davis, How to Get Away with Murder. Ooh, that's a, that is that is difficult. That is a difficult one right there. Outstanding supporting actor in a drama series. Clifford Method Man Smith, Power Book 2, Ghost, Delroy Lindo, The Good Fight, Alfonso Nicholson, P Valley, Jeffrey Wright, Westworld. Michael Kenneth Williams, Lovecraft Country. Outstanding Supporting Actress in a Drama Series. Adoja Endo, Bridgerton, <laughs> Anjanu Elise, Lovecraft Country, Lynn Whitfield, Greenleaf, Mary J. Blige, Power Book 2, Ghost, Susan Kalechi Watson, This Is Us. Outstanding television movie, limited series, or dramatic special. Hamilton, Disney Plus, Little Fires Everywhere, Hulu, self-made, inspired by the life of Madam C.J. Walker, Netflix, Sylvie's Love, Amazon Studios, and the Clark Sisters' first gospel, first ladies of gospel on Lifetime. Listen, I'm here for that. I'm here for that. I'm here for that one, okay? Outstanding actor in a television movie, limited series, or dramatic special. Blair Underwood, self-made, inspired by the life of C.J. Walker. Chris Walk, Chris Rock, Fargo. David Diggs, Hamilton. Leslie Odom Jr., Hamilton. Um, Nami, <laughs> Namdi Asmuga. Sylvie's Love. I thought I went through everybody and just got their names right, and I did not. Um, but he's in Sylvie's Love. 
Outstanding Actress in a Television Movie, Limited Series or Dramatic Special, Anjanu Elise, The Clark Sisters, First Ladies of Gospel, Kerry Washington, Little Fires Everywhere, Michaela Cole, I May Destroy You, Octavia Spencer, Self-Made, Inspired by the Life of Madame C.J. Walker, and Tessa Thompson for Sylvie's Love. Okay, and then... Um, let me see... Okay, so outstanding performance by a youth um, series, special TV, movie, or limited series. Alex R. Hibbert, the she, the shy. Um, Lexi Underwood, Little Fires Everywhere. Lyric Ross, This Is Us. Marseille Martin, Blackish. Miles Brown, Blackish. Outstanding guest performance, comedy or drama series. Chris Rock, Saturday Night Live. Courtney B. Vance, Lovecraft Country, Dave Chappelle, Saturday Night Live, Issa Rae, Saturday Night Live, and Loretta Devine, P-Valley. Outstanding Animated Series, Big Mouth, Central Park, Doc McStuffins, She-Ra and the (laughs) Princesses of Power, Star Trek Lower Decks. Outstanding voiceover performance. Aisha Tyler, Archer, Courtney B. Vance, Hollywood's Architect, the Paul R. Williams story. Don Lewis, Star Trek Lower Decks. Dion Cole, Kippo and the Age of Wonder Beasts. And Leia Delon Hayes, Doc McStuffins. All right, let me see. I'm thinking. Uh, just making sure alright so that is it for um, TV or streaming and I'm going to take a quick break and lord we're going to come back and we'll get into music it's a lot like they nominated a crap ton of people and I'm just like this is how you do it alright alright we'll be back So things are looking up for uh, Fruitville Station director uh, Ryan Coogler, who just signed a five-year multifaceted deal with Disney. Um, this is this is huge. Uh, he has his own production company. Um, it is titled Proximity Media and according to Deadline the first show that will be created um, with this deal is a TV spinoff or something along those lines um, regarding the um, Wakanda timeline so it's I'm sure you know everybody's saying that it's all about Black Panther, but that is just one of the aspects of the, again, let me, let me repeat this, a multi- <laughs> TV deal. Um, 
between Proximity Media and Walt Disney. So let's break this down a little bit. Um, like I said, this is huge. This is <laughs> this is a black-owned company um, partnering with we know a, a white company. This is Walt Disney is white, sure. I mean, they are tip most predominantly white folk sitting in them seats. So, um, I, I am excited. I did not see this coming. Um, I know that they're working on Black Panther 2, um, and there's all of these things going on with, with it, um, that they are keeping hush-hush as they should. Um, but this, this is, this is completely different and it changes the game. Um, this isn't the first time that a company or a media company has linked up with a, you know, a, a black owned production, uh, company. We, you know, look at Netflix and, um, Shonda, (laughs) excuse me. Ooh, um, Shonda Rhimes. So, but in this sense, this is the first time Disney has done anything like this. Um, so I, I'm just like, I'm excited. I'm kind of apprehensive. Um, because like I said, I'm just, <laughs> I look at all the medias. <laughs> so when I say all the medias, I mean the more mainstream media and that the, I'm going to be very frank. The, um, who tends to title things differently. And so the reason I'm apprehensive is because nobody in the mainstream media was really talking about how this is a multifaceted deal. It's not just about Wakanda, but that's what they have done. You understand what I'm saying? And then the more independent, um, um, media were like well this is multifaceted and and again I was I read um the roots um which is a awesome publication um I read their take on this again that's where I picked up the the thing that this is going to be more than just about Wakanda and Black Panther um and then I also um Red Deadlines, who also, you know, stated that this is more about, this is more than just Wakanda. This is more than just uh, Black Panther. This is just what we know. That's what they're going to work on first. And so um, that wasn't the, that was not the case with these mainstream outlets. And so I'm like, see, then that representation is so important so people get a broader sense of what is going on here and that it's not just going to be one thing and um like a one trick pony type of thing and i understand that people (laughs) me myself included um i understand that we you know have short attention spans when we want to have them but in something like this this is this is some powerful shifting going on um, within the Walt Disney community for sure and then just the entertainment um, 
environment as well. So again, you know, there is a major shift going on here and you're going to see more of these type of deals happening. Um, I'm still waiting on HBO to hook up Misha Green like that. <laughs> I know they green lighted season two of Lovecraft. We get it. But y'all need to green light like her heavy right now. Like y'all need to go ahead and give her give her some give her some years on a contract. Cause this woman is amazing. So yeah, I just wanted to drop that little nugget in there. This is powerful. This is amazing. This dude started out at Oakland, you know, like it's Oakland, California. And it's, it's very inspiring to just keep your head in the game and just keep grinding. Um, he has, it's not a long, um, filmography, but it is powerful. Like I said, he did Fruitville station, which I cannot even get through because it just, Ugh, it just, ugh, you know what I mean? And then he did Creed, which is also a very, 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 very great film that was, um, that was overlooked. I feel it was overlooked. And then, um, of course, Black Panther. So it's been a short, um, <laughs> a short filmography but if you look at the the spacing of the films they you know he takes his time with each film and um so I'm really excited about this he's going to take his time with with whatever is going to be coming out and it is <laughs> this is a great great thing that just happened so congratulations to him I know that his brother is a um like a co-exec with him on in proximity media so this is a family affair and just congratulations to everybody involved especially <laughs> on proximity side because y'all doing something and you doing big so great job congratulations So we're on to part two of the NAACP nominations for 2020. So the outstanding new artist is what we'll kick this off with. Okay, so we got um, Chica, High Rises, Doja Cat, Say So, D Smoke, Black Habits, Giveon, When It's All Said and Done, and Skip Marley, Higher Place. Outstanding Male Artist, Big Sean, Detroit 2, Black Thought, Streams of Thought, Volume 3, Cain and Abel, Charlie Wilson, All of My Love, Drake, Laugh Now, Cry Later, um, and John Legend rounds things out with Bigger Love. I see Republic is in here a lot, a lot. Republic Records. Next up is Outstanding Female Artist, Beyonce for Black Parade, ER, I Can't Breathe, or that should say her, um, I Can't Breathe, Jasmine Sullivan, Lost One, Ladesi, Anything For You, and Alicia Keys, Alicia, that's a hard one, but 
we kind of already know where that's going to go. <laughs> Outstanding music video or visual album. I Can't Breathe by Her. Anything for You, La Daisy. Black is King by Beyonce. Brown Skin Girl, Beyonce, featuring Wiz Kid, St. Jean, Blue Ivy Carter. Do It by Chloe and Hallie. Outstanding Album Alicia by Alicia Keys, B7, Brandy, Bigger Love, John Legend, Chalombo, hey, that was my number four pick, yes, um, by Jaheen Aiko, and The Wild Card by LaDacy. I love seeing her do it. You feel me? I love it. Um, she's going to be um, portraying Mahalia Jackson in the Lifetime movie they're doing. So I'm excited. I'm excited to see that. Next up, Outstanding Soundtrack or Compilation Album, My Rainey's Black Bottom by Branford Marcellus. Come on now. Y'all already know, right? All right. Insecure, um, Season 4, Various Artists. Jingle Jangle, A Christmas Journey, Various Artists, Soul, Original Motion Picture Soundtrack, that was made by Trent Reznor, Atticus Ross, John Baptiste, and um, Tom McDougall. And then rounding this category out is the First Ladies of Gospel, the Clark Sisters biopic soundtrack with Donald Lawrence. Honey, that's a, that is a hard heat right there that is that is hard to figure out who is gonna win that because everybody's like really good all right so outstanding gospel christian album chosen vessel by marvin sapp oh i love marvin sapp um gospel according to pj pj morton i am corn hawthorne kiera kiera shard and then the return by the Clock Sisters. Okay. Outstanding Gospel Christian Song. All in His Plan by PJ Morgan. Uh, PJ Morton. <laughs> Never Lost. CC Winans. Something Has to Break. Kiara Shiard. Um, featuring Tasha Cobbs Leonard. Strong God uh, by Kirk Franklin. And Touch From You by Tamala or Tamela Mann. All right, let me see. Okay. Outstanding Soul and RB Song, I Can't Breathe by Her. Anything for You by Ladesi. S featuring her. <laughs> um, it's Shaheen Iko. And Black Parade by Beyonce and Do It by Chloe and Halle. Outstanding Hip Hop or Rap Song, Deep Reverence featuring Nipsey Hussle, That's Why Big Sean, Savage Remix, Megan Thee Stallion featuring Beyonce, Cool Off by Missy Elliott, Laugh Now, Cry Later by Drake, Life is Good, Future and Drake. Outstanding duo, group, or collaboration, traditional, um, featuring Jill Scott in the title song, Jill Scott. Chloe and Haley, um, wonder what she thinks of me. J. 
Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis featuring Babyface. He don't know nothing about it. And Kim featuring Tony Braxton, Live Out Your Love. And LaDacy and PJ Morton, Anything For You. Outstanding duo, group, or collaboration contemporary. Alicia Keys featuring Khalid, So Done. Big Sean featuring Nipsey Hussle, Deep Reverence. Chloe and Haley, Do It. Jaheen Iko and her, BS. And then Megan the Stallion featuring Beyonce, Savage Remix. Outstanding international song, Blessed by Boohoo Bonton. Lockdown Original Coffee, Pressure Remix Original Coffee, Tanana, um, that's by Dave, D- Davido, <laughs> um, featuring Tiwa Savage, and then Temptation by Tiwa Savage. Um, Outstanding Producers of the Year, Donald Lawrence, Hit Boy, Jethane Wilson, Sean Keys. And TM88. So, um, since I have a little bit of time to kill, I want to hit like 10 minutes per segment on, on this, on the NAACPs. And what I will say is that I love that Alicia Keys is getting the recognition for her album, Alicia. Um, I feel that this is what growth really looks like in a R&B um, performer. I really feel like her arc is is one that should be modeled. <laughs> this is someone who was higher than high, right? I mean, come on, everywhere you went, you was hearing Alicia Keys, she was everywhere. And then she chose her life over fame. She chose love over fame. And, you know, she was blacklisted. She was blackballed by her own community for doing so. And so, again, here's where if it ain't, if your name is not Alicia or anybody else involved in the situation, you really have nothing to say. Like, you really don't. And people love to cancel folks and do all of that but I'm like whatever I love to see her re-emergence in in music and in art period there was a documentary that I saw um a few maybe a couple weeks back and I loved seeing her in it I love seeing the elders you know, speak about her and like lift her up. And I'm like, yes, this is what needs to happen. Um, there are some cuts on this album that are not nominated. That's okay. (laughs) It's just the whole album is really, really good. You need to go check that out. It didn't land on my um, top five, but it definitely is something that I still go back to and listen to and still revisit. So it's just good to see her. And again, it's good to see um, LaDacy get out here and clown and get her crown and her roses as well. I just, this feels right. Like it feels like 
this just feels right. And we know Beyonce is in the mix. And um, for me, the Brown Skin Girl song is, I still listen to that and just bob and weave. There's some, uh, there's some lyrics that are dated and are like, no, sis, we're not doing that anymore. Um, so, but I still love that song. <laughs> it's so good to see everybody out and doing, doing their thing and like bringing the attention to, you know, um, black and brown, um, communities and just rising the love factor. So, all right, we're going to take another break and then come back with part three which is my favorite um (laughs) which is films yes NAACP film nominations next So this is my Judas and the Black Messiah um, spoiler-free review. Um, If there are spoilers, they're minute and they're history-based, meaning you should know this. And if you don't, well, then (laughs) that that's not really on me. That's that's on you to to know the history of this. America. Um, yes. So I'm not going to give too much of an intro. I just, listen, this movie, had it been available to me before my 2020 film cutoff, it would have been in my top five. Like I already know it would have been like my number four. This is master filmmaking from a new director to me in Shaka King, who just... (laughs) weaves this story in such beautiful camera strokes so let's get on into the good the bad and my little synopsy snops and my writing of Judas and the Black Messiah so starting off with the good the cinematography oh. <laughs> Sean Bobbitt blew me away by the camera work of this film There were so many times where I swayed to the dance going on in the film. Like, it really helped build the momentum and the tempo of the film, um, which kept me engaged. But more importantly, it told the story without all the jazz, you know, all this shaky cam stuff. Like, it didn't do any of that. Um, the grit, the natural lighting, the position, the positioning just pushed the film to the edge of glory and the lighting of melanin folk here was epic. (laughs) It was epic and I need all of Hollywood. If you are a white cinematographer or you know, an editor, a a lighting director, what y'all go look at this movie and take notes. This is how you light black folk for film, period. All right. So next up, we have to talk about the acting. Okay. The film is damn near perfect with award demanding performances from Daniel Kaluuya, who portrays 
Fred Hampton, and Lakeith Stanford, who portrays William O'Neill. Their performances made my soul shake, and that does not happen to me often. Both brought their A-game here and left barely a crumb of bread or anything for the rest of the cast. That's how powerful they were. And they had to be. These two men were the epicenter of the change of America. Fred was a a unifier for the communities. So, yes, technically, he was a black messiah. But Daniel, ever since I saw him in season one of Black Mirror, I knew he was going to rise to legend status. And with his betrayal of Mr. Hampton, he is solidifying his place as that dude. And he already has, I believe, three nominations so far for Best Supporting Actor um, from SAG, the Hollywood Critics Association, and the NAACP. All right, so let's go on and get in and talk about Lakeith. He demolished this performance and has put his foot in the dance of greatness as well. It is evident that he also immersed himself into this character. You can see that it weighed on him as, as a person, that this decision that he was tasked with, it was not his own, but he... He conformed to it and he did carry out what he was supposed to do. He is the villain here, but he gives such a tortured performance. There were so many dimensions to his portrayal and that is majestic because a legendary villain is one we root for secretly, but publicly against. This was just an amazing performance. Now, he hasn't gotten any um, noms yet. I'm hoping that changes, but he did such an amazing job that he might not because he did that. It was so profound. All right, so all of that saying, the supporting cast was no slouch here either. They are the ones who fill in the colors of the film, but The film just belongs to Daniel and Lakeith. Both ate the film up. And like I stated earlier, they just left scraps and crumbs for everybody else. Which brings me on to my next point. The story. The film was originally slated for a December 2021 release and was bumped up by almost 10 months. And to be honest, I'm not sure why there was such a huge jump in release dates. However, I am thankful. The relevancy of this story is needed. And for us who knew the fate of Fred Hampton pre-film, we'll find it painful to watch because it is a reminder of the devastation of the actions of the government against our own community. For those who are new to the story, it is it will be a gut punch to the soul of what one believes the U.S. to be. The shenanigans of the FBI and law enforcement demonstrated in the film are not fiction, y'all. These are acts of terror. It has been documented and testified by countless individuals. Instances like the quote-unquote instigation flyers 
that were touched on in the film really did happen. And it is infuri- fury- <laughs> it is infuriating that this atrocity occurred. But finding the beauty of these dire circumstances is what is relevant here. From all of the great things the Black Panther Party was trying to institute for the Black community, it was seeing Fred push for other poor communities to come together, thus creating the Rainbow Coalition, and it was just so emotional to see it. This is where the story really roots the tragedy of the aforementioned foolery. Fred was a revolutionary, but he also was a healer and a true orator. And I want a serious look at his life for a feature film, and he should be mentioned in talks of freedom fighters because he truly was one, thus him being cruelly executed. This murder, and also the murders of Malcolm, Edgar, and Martin, y'all hear the three M's, right? Stunted the growth of the black community, and the film documents that well. Also, I want to give a shout out to Kenneth and Keith Lucas, which the screenplay is based off of their story idea. Shaka King and Will Burson, um, they did adapt it into a screenplay, but these jokesters were the creative forces behind the film's fruit. So my final point with the story or the history is, believe me, I could just keep going on and on. Really, I could, but we can't do that. (laughs) It is just so good. The details are so rich and poignant. So let's get into a little bit of nuance for me that just made me so happy on the inside. And that is the poetry. I am here for all the poetry being weaved into Black stories recently. But this particular film takes it to a whole new level. There is a scene which cements the real of black love that has been needed for so long in cinema. There was no DV situation, no cheating, just love between these two black beings in a time that was fraught with terror and strife. The poem written and performed by Dominique Fishbach, who beautifully plays Deborah Johnson, Fred's fiance. It's so gorgeous and just real. I'm not spoiling the thing, but that scene continues to elevate the film. So, like I said, I could keep going on and on and on and on and on about all the things I loved about this film. The conflicts, the story arcs, everything. Just, oh, I can keep going, okay? But (laughs) I won't. And let's talk about the one thing that I found, I guess, bad. And it's very minor. It's very minute. I had an issue with the first 10 minutes of the film where the pacing and storylines just hadn't synced up yet. And the film's runtime is two hours and six minutes. So those opening sequences needed to really punch and connect harder than they did, but they just came off, off. Kristen Sprague is the editor of the film and shout out to her for putting together a seamless film after those 10 minutes were up, but there was a jarring effect in those moments. So, and it also kind of had to do with the music, but then the music came along 
it was it was repeated that sequence the musical sequence was repeated um later on in the film and it just made sense okay now that makes sense you know so it's one of those pieces where you're like you really have to watch it from start to finish to get the entirety of what is going on here so let's get into my rating and my little synopsy knots this is a champion film this is a masterwork of vision this is black excellence being able to flourish as is with no interference this is what we want to see i am so shook but for the right reasons I cried so hard because Fred and the many black, brown, native, and Latin people, white people, who have been murdered and brutalized in the name of Uncle Sam and democracy, mm, that is painful because all we want and have ever wanted, and I'm talking to the uh, black community here, was to exist and prosper. That's it. To watch this film is like watching a family video from back in the day, though there's no laugh track, just brutal, familiar honesty. Those are our brothers and sisters ripped from timelines of change being horrifically, horrifically murdered or beaten or dragged off and never to be seen again. It's horrific, guys. I want to take a quick moment to call out the haters of black actors from overseas. There was a major hate show or hate train thrust at Daniel, um, who is not from here. And I just need these people to stop. This is not the fight here. The fight is why there are so few black films being made that... Nobody has a chance to really showcase what they can do. That's where the fight should be. Because honestly, the role should go to the best qualified individual for it and the story. And just like Cynthia Revo did in Harriet, Daniel slayed the house down with this performance. And also, just kudos to everybody involved as Judas and the Black Messiah is a blistering inspiration that is beyond a must-see. It is fundamentally one of the best films of the year, decade, or century. My rating is five snaps out of five. Alright, so part three of the NAACP nominations is dedicated to the motion picture nominations, y'all. We about to have fun. And what I love about this section is that there are films nominated that should be nominated, period, but because they are outside of the white scope of things, they're not going to get nominated, which sucks. Um, but you still need to watch these films, okay? So, we're kicking this off with Outstanding Motion Picture and Bad Boys for Life. Y'all know you done seen this movie and you know how good this movie is. So, I love that it's it's nominated here. The Five Bloods, Jingle Jangle, A Christmas Journey, My Rainy's Black Bottom, 
One Night in Miami. All of those, save Bad Boys for Life, were in my top 10, with three of them being in my top five. Or top three. Outstanding actor in a motion picture, Anthony Mackie, the banker, Chadwick Boseman, my rainy's Black Bottom, Delroy Lindo, The Five Bloods, Forrest Whitaker, Jingle Jangle, A Christmas Journey, and Will Smith for Bad Boys for Life. Ooh, that's, that's going to be tough. Um, outstanding Actress in a Motion Picture, Issa Rae, The Photograph, Janelle Monet, Antebellum, Madeline Mills, Jingle Jangle, and Christmas Journey. Yes, baby. Come through, honey. Yes, baby. Just come on through. Tracy Ellis Ross, The High Note. Viola Davis, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Motion Picture. Aldis Hodge, One Night in Miami. Chadwick Boseman, The Five Bloods. Clark Peters, The Five Bloods. Coleman Domingo, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. And Glenn Turman, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Outstanding supportive, Supporting Actress in a Motion Picture. Anika Nani Rose, Jingle Jangle, A Christmas Journey. Gabrielle Sidibe, Antebellum. Nia Long, The Banker. Felicia Rashad, Jingle Jangle, A Christmas Journey. And Tyler Page, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Outstanding Independent Motion Picture. Emperor. Farewell Amour. Miss Juneteenth, the 24th, and The Banker. Outstanding International Motion Picture. A New Monsieur, His House, Night of the Kings, The Last Tree, The Life Ahead. Outstanding Breakthrough Performance in a Motion Picture. Dio Okini, Emperor, Dominic Fishbach, Project Power, Jahi Diallo, Winston, Charm City Kings. You know what? Awesome. I love that. And then Jazir Bruno, The Witches. And we rounded out with Madeline Mills, Jingle Jangle. She just gives me the chills. She's so good. Outstanding ensemble cast in a motion picture. The Five Bloods. Jingle Jangle, A Christmas Story, or Christmas Journey. Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Soul, and The Banker. Outstanding animated motion picture. Onward, Over the Moon, Scooby, or Scoob, Soul, Trolls World Tour. Outstanding character voiceover performance motion picture. Uh, Quest Love, Soul. Angela Bassett, Soul. Chris Rock, The Witches. Jamie Foxx, Soul. Felicia Rashad, uh, Rashad, Soul. <sighs> Outstanding short film, live action. Um, Black Boy Joy. Baldwin Beauty, Gets Good Light, Home, Mr. and Mrs. Ellis. Outstanding Short Form, 
Canvas, Cops and Robbers, Loop, The Power of Hope, and Wind Up. Oh boy, Oof. Outstanding Breakthrough Creative Motion Picture, Laura Limbaugh, Through the Night, Melissa Highs Lip, Mr. Soul, Nadia Hallgren, Becoming, Radha Blanc for the 40-year-old version, and Remy Weeks, His House. Now let's get into the writing segment. Issa Rae for Insecure's Low-Key Feeling Myself, Lee Eisenberg, Kumal Nanjiani, Emily V. Gordon, Little America, The Rock episode, Michaela Cohen, I May Destroy You for Ego Death, Mindy Kaling, Lang Fisher, Never Have I Ever for Pilot, and Rajiv Joseph, Little America, The Manager. Attica Locke, Little Fires Everywhere, Erica L. Johnson, Mark Richard, The Good Lord Bird, Jessica Lamour, Little Voice, Katori Hall, Pea Valley, Tanya Barfield, Mrs. America. Outstanding writing in a television movie or special. Sherman's Showcase Black History Month Spectacular with Diallo Riddle, Bashir Salahuddin, D. Rodney Carter, Emily Goldwyn, Rob Hayes, Zuri Salahuddin, Bennett Weber, Evan Williams, and Will Miles. Sylvie's Love by Eugene Nash, The Power of We, a Sesame Street special, Jerry Cole. Um, Hamilton, Lynn, Manuel, Miranda, and then the Clark sisters, First Ladies of Gospel, Sylvia L. Jones, and Camille Tucker. Outstanding writing in a motion picture, David E. Talbert, Jingle Jangle, A Christmas Journey, Kemp Powers, One Night in Miami, Lee Isaac Chung, Minari, come on, come on, yes! That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) Pete Doctor, Kent Powers, Mike Jones, Soul, Rod Hablanc, the 40-year-old version. All right, now on to directing categories. Outstanding director in a comedy series. Anya Adams for Blackish, Hair Day. Ora Guerrero, Little America, The Jaguar. Eric Dean Sutton, Blackish, Our Wedding, Dre, Kabir Akhtar, Never Have I Ever Started a Nuclear War, Sam Miller, Michaela Cole, um, I May Destroy You, Ego Death, Outstanding Directing in a Drama Series, Cheryl Junier, Lovecraft Country, Episode Strange Case, Hanel Culpepper, Star Trek Picard, Remembrance, Misha Green, Lovecraft Crunchy, Jigabobo, Nazinga Stewart, Little Fires Everywhere, The Uncanny Episode, and Steve McQueen, Small Axe, 
Mangrove. Outstanding directing in a television movie or special. Um, Beyonce Emmanuel Adigi, Blitz Bazwool, and Kwasi Forjor for Black is King. Kristen Swanson for the Clark Sisters, First Ladies of Gospel. Chuck Vinson, Alan Moroga for The Power of We, a Sesame Street special. Eugene Ash, Sylvie's Love. And then um, Camilla Forbes, Between the World and Me. Outstanding directing in a motion picture. David E. Talbert for Jingle Jangle. George C. Wolfe, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Gina Prince Bythewood for The Old Guard. Radha Blanc for the 40-year-old version. And Regina King for One Night in Miami. Listen. Four of those are all Netflix (laughs) and Amazon. They took that. Listen to me very carefully. These, these houses are here to slay. Okay. Okay. Um, for me, the 40 year old version is so near and dear to me just because of just where I'm at in life and how perfectly it lines up with <laughs> with my life and Madeline Mills from <laughs> from um you know Jingle Jangle I just the the excellence is there and it is being at least acknowledged in these nominations. I'm just so happy about this. Oh my goodness. 